Ghost Rider's back, and you haven't seen anything yet. So come on, join the Ghost Rider team for totally awesome, totally new mysteries. Watch it, solve it, tell a friend. Ghost Rider's back on this channel. I'm John Goodman. Do the word thing with Ghost Rider right here on this channel. Oh, see, oh, see. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't know that part. Well, that's, uh, I don't know. Listen to this. Fuck, Lenny doesn't fuck around. <laughs> no, not at all. Lenny Fraser, the, um, the auteur of that beautiful song. Uh, gotta believe. You gotta believe on the Mezzanine Sleepover episode 93 coming to you on June 12th, 2017. And I am one of your super pals. My name is uh, Alan. On the Twets, you can find me at Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. Super pals. I like the ring of that one. It's at Megamix.com. All in word on the old Twets. And uh, what's going on, folks? Fuck, we got an exciting episode today because we're going to talk about Ghost Rider, a, a, you know, a pretty successful but probably not heavily followed children's show from the uh, from the early '90s because that's what our listeners are just clamoring for. Obviously, they want to hear what we have to think about a PBS show. <laughs> of course, are we going to be kind to it? Or are we going, you know, to uh, a, a a show with fucking like children and teenagers acting in it on a public uh, station? Are we going right. to ruthlessly slaughter it like they deserve? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about some episodes of that that we watched, but uh, as usual before that, it's been a couple of weeks since we chatted, so what's new, brother? Well, I got to say that the feedback that we've received from the uh, 20 top 20 WWE wrestlers phenomenal. I'd like to thank all the list, all our listeners. Especially for the ones, all the great feedback. The ones that agreed with us. Well, and that was almost all of them. Oh, of course, but you got the occasional one. Like occasional for us. Like I'd say there was probably what? Like 500 pieces of feedback at least and uh at least. Yeah, at least. And so there were like four or five that disagreed and they're wrong. But everybody else, yeah. Universally loved, though, I'd have to say. Yeah, it really was. You and know, um, so thank you to everybody. I was thinking today, it's almost Canada Day, which means we've, we've almost been doing this for two years. That's right. <laughs> and uh, this is our 93rd episode, and we have 95 Twitter followers. So, <laughs> so <laughs> for every episode, we get one follow. In a couple of weeks, we'll see if, we get, if, it's, a, if it's a listener per, uh, per show. Yeah, so I think that's not too bad. Yeah, so anyways, of course, we maybe that's not listeners, by the way, that's followers on Twitter. Yeah, of course, I don't even know. I know that there are people who actually like comment on occasion about stuff we do, and my first thought is, you fucking listen to this? All right, yeah, really? But, hey, cool, dude. But hey, whatever. If it, uh, you know, someone's listening, so that's good. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about hockey. I know. No way. I, I know, right? Uh, I have on my uh, 
on my second screen here, I've, I'm just streaming the uh, the hockey game tonight. Look at you bragging about your two screens. <laughs> oh, I have two. Fuck, I'm a, I'm a successful podcast host with a listenership of at least, like, five people. So, you know, I need to have two fucking screens to see all my shit. Of course. Uh, so, so, anyway, you got the game going on. It's 0-0, I think. Is it still in the third? Yes, it is. You know what? There's a game on June 11th in a... All right, I got a few comments. Number one, All right. do they really need to wait three fucking days between each game for the finals? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, can't they just end hockey in May? <laughs> I don't know. They should be able. And then I guess if you you yeah. know when there's multiple games, then that's one thing, I guess. But when you're down yep. to like the final series, do I really need to wait fucking three days between every game in the finals? Like. I guess it, I mean I'm, it's definitely fun for people in Nashville and certainly fun for people in Pittsburgh, but at this point I'm I'm more excited for things like the fucking draft than I am about actual hockey. Like the Stanley Cup final, which should be like it is the most important event of the hockey season, and at this point I'm ready just to move on. <laughs> well, yeah, you're a Jets fan. Your Stanley <laughs> Cup coming up. <laughs> your yearly, your yearly triumph happens at the, at the draft. I mean. That's that's about it. That's all that you have to look forward to. I what I found interesting is how quickly Jets fans in particular are able to just pick teams they all cheer for and they watch every fucking game. Though, like I don't, I don't think I've watched a game all all playoffs because what the fuck do I care? If my team isn't in it, I don't give a shit. I don't have fucking time for this. I, I seriously don't. But like Jets fans are just so easy. They're just so used to it from years and years. Not just the years where there was no team here, but also the years previous where the Jets were terrible, and now they're terrible. And it's like, it's just so easy to pick a team and get so excited about it. Well, you're used to it, right? It's like... They're fucking champs. At the start of every year, you basically pick two teams. You know, what's the team that I... You know, the Jets. And then which team will I follow when the Jets are done? (laughs) Exactly. Right? Like, that's the way it's got to be. I'm eating some... uh, some barbecue corn chips, so I apologize. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, now, my other comment, this we've already talked about on the show. In fact, way back, I believe in like one of our first episodes quite a bit, but I have to say it again. All right. If you're a hockey fan of any sort and you're upset about the enthusiasm in Nashville about this team and, and how the fans are and, and being in the final, just go fuck yourself. Seriously. Yep. You know... Hockey fans out of one side of their mouth are like, hockey is the greatest sport. Why doesn't anybody give a shit about the game? You know, people should be selling out these games. It's it's more yep. exciting than all these other sports, blah, blah, blah. And then the other side of your mouth, when a non-traditional market gets excited about hockey, you're just like, yeah, but they're not real fans. <laughs> and you're ups- and, and it, it upsets you. It's like, oh, they're fake and they only care because they're in the finals and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... You can't be happy. Like, isn't this what you want? Your sport to grow? Like, apparently not. Yeah, because because like they want to grow artificially. They want it to grow, but they don't want it to actually grow. No, they I don't. Think they want like I think they want to see it uh, like first first up in the highlights on ESPN, but they don't want like people to like it. Well, and then because, the other uh, the other thing because is then, because then it would mean that it's not as it's not as inside. Yeah, and then they want to see these teams um, just be buried all the time, like. Oh, well, we'd rather see, you know, name original six team versus like older Canadian franchise in the finals yep. than, than the Nashville Predators. And it's like, well, how do you think the game grows? Like, how do you think it gets bigger then? Because yep. if, you, if you say, you know what, 
people in the South shouldn't care about hockey. They should only be, it should only be popular in like Northern states where there's winter. If you say that, and then you're like not happy about this, at least I can understand your consistency, but the fucking yes. whine and cry that your sport isn't the most popular sport on earth. And then when it becomes popular somewhere where it's not usually popular to be upset about it, that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. Makes no sense. I don't really give a shit either way if the game grows or if it doesn't. I just don't care. So really, it's, it's fine. It's great if people uh, in, in any city enjoy hockey. I, I just am excited that there's a team in Vegas because it makes so many people mad. And that's amazing. <sighs> and when they are more successful than the Jets quicker, it's going to be great. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my uh, and yeah. Then, Hawks is going on still zero zero. It looks like yeah. There's a five on three I mean, for for Nashville right now. But the other thing is like you, how can you watch? In. You know, I've been watching the games in the finals. I, I watched a couple of them. I've I've made a point of watching the ones in Nashville, and yeah. I and you watch that and it's like, how is this? How does this not look like the most fun thing to go to in the whole world? Wow. Like the fucking fans are are like having fun. Hey, they have chants that are actually like interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean from what I've seen, some of them are good. Some of them aren't so good, but you know, hey, it's not my team I cheer for, so I'm not going to I'm not going to pass judgment on other teams. I only pass judgment on Jets fans. Yeah. <laughs> I just well, Yeah. Because that's my wheelhouse. I'm sorry. They're all Who am I to say how Nashville fans should act? But I sure shit can say how Jets fans should act. I fucking follow the team. Uh, there, you know, everybody's standing and, and just so excited about everything. I just, just let them have fun watching the sport that you love. Like people are having fun watching hockey. And if, if you're going to have a series with these two teams and again, trying to grow the sport in the States. So these are markets that aren't big markets, uh, viewership. I don't know what it's been. I don't think it's been that bad, but you know, somebody that actually turns on this game and watches it. At least they'll be like, wow, this looks like fun. Like, this looks it's exciting. Kind of a, it looks like a big deal. Yeah, this looks like an experience that I think would be interesting, and maybe I should go check out a game. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. So if you yeah. don't like it, you don't understand how growing sports works, I guess. And and you must hate yourself. <laughs> that's true. You know? Yeah, that, that is true. So That's to a point. That's my hockey thing. Absolutely. That's a, that's a, yeah, well, I mean... So it's zero zero here. I guess we'll give an update maybe throughout the sh- throughout this episode to see what happens. Well, I've got it on the second screen, brother. We'll give an update, although this is not live. <laughs> you won't hear it till tomorrow. Tomorrow, so everybody, if you didn't watch the game and didn't uh, follow any highlights or listen to the news, uh, and you care about and hockey, DVR it for Monday late at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> We're gonna spoil it for you. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, uh, do you have anything uh, on your end that you wanted to talk about? No, I just um, I wanted to plug the, uh, the, uh, the the big reunion coming up in September. Uh-huh. WAWF uh, reunion, which you have now uh, got your ticket. Come back to Winnipeg for a big party. Uh, just, be awesome. just to clarify, I got a plane ticket. I did not purchase a ticket for the reunion. It is not no, an no, event. Right. No, no, no. You we, purchased a plane ticket. We are, not, we are not selling a, tickets to this reunion. It is. No, a, all the people who would want to come to the, uh, the greatest uh, unprofessional Backyard Wrestling Federation uh, reunion. And it's not a reunion show. There will be no wrestling. We will be watching wrestling and hanging out and eating chips. So uh, there you go. Can you clarify this wrestling that you say we'll be watching? Are you referring to WWE? Are you referring to New Japan Pro Wrestling? Ring of Honor? No, what? no, no. We what? will be watching 
we will be watching uh, Whoop Ass Wrestling Federation uh, uh, tapes circa 1997 through 2003. Yes, and that, would, of course, would be the federation that we were in, the guys that are going to this reunion, uh, who are all yes. now close to the age of 40. Yes, some of us will be 40 or over 40 at that point, and others will be very close <laughs> or within a year away from being 40 and some a couple years away. So it's, it's going to be good times. I got real psyched. And uh, we've got almost a full house, so it's going to be good stuff. There's been reunions for, like, my high school that have happened that I didn't go to. And this one, it's all the dudes I wrestled with in your backyard. Girl, I got I to gotta fly out. Got to fly I home for that. Miss it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kamikaze's coming out, and it's like, I, I don't know how the dude, he's just like, I just, I, I'm, I'm just going to tell work I'm not coming in, and I'm going to fly out. I'm like, all right. Sounds uh, good. You know what? <laughs> Glad to hear that that dude hasn't changed. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's that's about that's about the only thing though. I I my, I, I wanted to uh, until today when I all purchased on Kijiji a forty dollar junior golf set because it's all my son all taking golf lessons at my at my dad's shoe shoe like uh, uh, golf course. Oh nice. And he's all then he all wants a set, so I'm all okay. So I start looking at the prices. Jesus, kid sets in a bag. Fuck me. So I all go on Kijiji forty bucks done. That was that was that was my triumph of the day. Him and I all got in the car, drove all the way out like fucking North Perimeter. Oh damn! All to meet these fucking farmers who drove out to uh, to meet us at like the end of a road on Route ninety. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds sketchy. It's all you. You got the money. Well, no, they were fine. It was fine. You know, I talked to the woman on the phone, and they had sold two other sets already, and and uh, they were like, "Oh, it's a little. It's hard to give directions to the farm, so we'll just meet you at the end of the road." I was all, "That sounds good to me." Right on Route ninety. It's not like you know. T- there's a lot of cars. A lot, a lot of traffic, so I wasn't too worried. But uh, scored scored a little uh, little golf set for the little man, so it's gonna be fun. All right, hit well, the links. Oh yeah, when are you, when are you gonna head out? I don't know. My clubs are still at the beach, so I gotta get those back in, and you'll uh, get a couple weeks of instruction, and uh, and we'll go from there. I went, I went, I, so it's at it's at uh, my dad's golf course, and I went out to uh, we went out and met him there, and uh, we, the the go, the kids' golf lesson was on. We all went to the range, and all they had the uh, they had the tents out. For all the 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 the, um, the different companies, all selling clubs, you all just hit the driving range and just fucking try out clubs. It was pretty awesome. Fuck. Pretty good stuff. Fuck. Such I hadn't a... golfed in a while, but I was hitting I was hitting some humdingers. Oh, fuck, you're gonna get back into it now, though. I I yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested in you know get get my 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 pint sized partner out of on the on the Jeez. on the links. <laughs> uh, Best ever. So now, anyway. oh, and I also wanted to say. Um, a few weeks ago, I was talking to you about how I got how my son saved up a hundred dollars of his own money and bought the um, Emperor's Throne Room set, and it's fucking great. It's like the best Lego set ever, and it all has a, a fucking pit you can throw the Emperor into. <laughs> awesome. But um, then we all found this weekend. Uh, this weekend we were out at uh, Toys R Us, and they all had this uh, speeder set with four fucking uh, um, uh, bounty hunters. <laughs> From like episode, I don't know if it's from Empire or from yeah, I think it's from Empire. Classic, so good. It was like sixteen bucks. I'm all <laughs> such such a, such a Lego connoisseur now. Yeah, and then you're you're all using your kids' money to buy yourself toys. <laughs> you're like you're like oh sixteen bucks. Hey, buy the, you're like buy say, the yeah, use your use your <laughs> money to buy this because you want it. <laughs> and then he buys it, and then you fucking play with it. You're all well, all right. All right. He he goes to bed and you fucking stay up and play with the fucking Lego set. <laughs> well, it's all downstairs. You could easily play with it. I like how he, in that in that uh, that Empire set, how I was like joking. I'm like, oh, yeah, but does he have Force Lightning? <laughs> he all does. 
<laughs> he does. That's fucking wonderful. That's the best part. It's all little little pieces that attach to his hands that look like lightning. <laughs> and then, um, and then, but he was holding out for this. Uh, he was originally going to buy because it was uh, coming out on June first. This one came out, and it's like transformation Darth Vader, and it's all got Vader and Emperor and uh, probably a droid, but it all has all burnt Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> but the best part was is that I'm glad he got the throne room because all that one would remind me of is all. No, no. Oh, fuck. that would be terrible. Uh, hideous. So, uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah. By the way, if you uh, want to hear us talk more about Star Wars, we've talked about them in uh, the last two years. So, go onto Mixcloud.com and type yes. in type in the title of any Star Wars movie, and uh, it'll probably pop up an episode where we've talked about it for two hours. So. Oh yeah, I mean those are some of our most um, our most listened to episodes. Whenever we do that, we always. We always jump up in the in the in the in the uh, in the in the rankings. That we get we get we get like thirty five listeners sometimes. It's crazy, <laughs> amazing, um, and uh, only six months till the next one. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking psyched. It's gonna be great. Uh, all right. So, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yes. Yeah. So why don't you tell uh, tell the listeners what Ghost Rider is? Oh, me. All right. Well, I will yeah. tell you straight from the Wikipedia. Excellent. Uh, Ghost Rider is an American children's mystery television series. Uh, it was produced by the Children's Television Workshop, uh, which is now nice. Sesame Workshop, and BBC Television. It began airing on PBS in October of or 1992, and the final episode aired in February of 1995, so only a three-year run. Yep. The series revolves around a close-knit circle of friends from Brooklyn who solve neighborhood crimes and mysteries as a team of young detectives... With the help of an invisible ghost named Ghost Rider. <laughs> ghost Rider can communicate with the kids only by manipulating whatever text and letters he can find and using them to form words and sentences. So, uh, Ghost Rider's like this spirit that hangs around children. That's <laughs> the first thing I thought. Uh, yeah. For... Sends him secret notes that only they can see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, that's the official uh, Wikipedia for this. So, basically... It's a kid's show, and when it came out, um, we both watched it and talked about it. Uh, in in all honesty, we were a little old for it when it came out, but fucking watched it anyways. <laughs> of course. Like, let's be but honest. We were, in our, we were in our mid to late teens. Yes, um, but would still watch enough of it. <laughs> and, and I'd say pretty religiously, honestly. And have Go a, home every day and fire up Ghost Rider. Yeah, and... Like, uh, back in the day where you had to catch a show when it was on if you weren't, like taping it on a VHS tape. Well, and full disclosure, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but of course, both of us had uh, a crush on one of the characters, like a celebrity crush. But uh, but That's true, um, and but a later version, not the early version. Well, I, and I was thinking in watching this episode, I was like, she's a little young, even for like, <laughs> even for like, 16-year-old me. <laughs> but you're true. But you're right, in the, 19, like the 1995 version, you know, she was... Uh, it was Blaze Brudal, by the way, uh, who was yes. who is uh, our age. Yes. Uh, so at the time, I'm going to say it was appropriate. She was she was our age. She's she's 36 now. She was uh, 1980. Okay, so just you know, okay, so back then, you know, the first maybe the first few seasons, you're like, okay, but but later on, I think it's it's just for for some of the later episodes, definitely justified. Well, let's just say <laughs> three years younger than you, which, as we both know, is at the time not out of your wheelhouse. <laughs> Amazing. Good work. <laughs> Thanks, brother. 
so anyways, uh, so these characters, there were some characters who were in all of the episodes, and of course they, you know, they cycled in kids in and yep. out of the show. But uh, essentially, what? Like, the show was, the, the lessons for kids were, you know, reading and mm-hmm. uh, solving mysteries and learning about uh, using uh, clues. Yes. <laughs> to solve mysteries. And uh, there were other lessons throughout the shows. So what they friendship. would do is... Yes, friendship. And they learn uh, a little bit about history. Uh, trusting ghosts without asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, this is this is uh, early 90s. So there's so much early 90 riffic shit. Like the fucking outfits that they wore. So 90s. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, the soundtrack. So much rap music. So much rap, yes. Lots of record scratching. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of record scratching in the in the general soundtrack. Yes. Uh, so now, uh, it was a half hour show, and what they did was uh, they would have an arc throughout the week. Most of the arcs were four episodes; some were five, but it would usually yeah. be like a four episode arc. So, you know, Monday through Thursday, you would catch, uh, you know, a half hour Ghostwriter, and every day, you know, you'd end on a cliffhanger and have to wait till tomorrow and. By the yeah. end of the week, you'd be like, ah, that's the the end of the mystery and the story, and now we're ready to yeah. go to next week. So, uh, yeah, so every episode, every story is about four to five episodes, depending on you know how many aired that week, and so it's a week's worth of episodes would be the full story that you're that you're involved that you're involved in watching. So we watched a four episode arc, and uh, we wanted to talk to you about it today. We couldn't help ourselves; it's so good, <laughs> and it's a classic. Because I remember watching this uh, back in the day. All right, so why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, this? Why you thought we should watch this one and what it is? Did I call this one or did you call this one? Maybe I called this. You one. might have, but I'm on. Uh, well, let's just. I'll, I'll give the background, but definitely, I think I think this was you who who proposed this to me. But um, I was 100 percent on board, and here's why. Uh, this is a. I, don't, I won't. I won't get too much in detail because we're gonna. We're obviously gonna review it. But the gang. Um, of, of the the Ghostwriter team, and we'll get into more about each of them as we go. Um, essentially, enter a contest uh, to uh, um, for, with a comic book company to, with the prize being that they got you get to be in the comic at the end. And it's a uh, kind of a treasure hunt kind of contest where they have to solve clues. <laughs> so they are solving clues on panels that they get given when they get to each location, and whoever gets to the last location first wins. Uh, but not only are they solving clues for the uh, contest, they're also up against a villain. So yes. um, for us, I remember watching this and um, sidebar on this episode is um, this was one of the ones that we quite enjoyed. Um, and we actually, when we used to have, because <laughs> earlier we talked about wrestling, we used to have our own little, uh, our own little <laughs> other federation when we were in high school. Yes. Our own little wrestling federation with all sorts of characters that we kept notes on because we were huge fucking dorks and we had two characters that were um named after two characters on the show which we'll get to and also one of these characters also uh, was in the what past wrestling federation as a referee so <laughs> that's uh, we, right we took a lot of we took a lot of uh uh inspiration from this episode uh this episode i was also excited because i i remembered the rap at the end and i'm excited to talk about it all right so this series is called into the comics again four episodes yes. Uh, all yep. relatively fast. Uh, they're on YouTube, easy to pull up, and in good quality too, which is nice. Yep. Uh, you did you end up watching with your son? 
Yes, I did. Okay. Um, and we have, a, we have a new Ghost Rider fan. Every day, can we watch Ghost Rider? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so excited. So All right. today, um, so, so we watched that on Friday. We had the day off together. And we watched and we, we, we got them all done. It was great. Uh, and then uh, this morning, he uh, comes down at like, oh, gosh. He, can't, he comes to, he wakes up so early. And it was before 7. And was like, can I watch Ghost Rider? So we went downstairs and we watched uh, the we watched the uh, the, the pilot uh, ep- a series of episodes for Ghost Story, which was with the Thab Toes, and it was awesome. All right. Uh, so uh, I'll, as usual, I will uh, I will walk through my notes, and you'll add all the color. Excellent. All yeah, right. I'll sprinkle in I'll sprinkle in my my observations as we go. Okay. So part one, we start off right away with our villain. <laughs> His name is Stoop Dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. Okay, I mean, it's not his name. I mean, he's he has a character that he's drawn named Stoop Dude. Yes, but and he, he's so he's a cartoonist. Yes, he's a cartoonist, and he's got a real name. But he he also thinks he's Stoop Dude. Well, he dresses up as Stoop Dude, and he's drawn Stoop Dude, and he's uh, he's he's been. Uh, we see that he's been rejected by a comic book company. His his, his character Stoop Dude, who is a um, dude who. Uh, has a big uh, orange sweater with an SD on it and wears a funky hat and glasses. Yes. Uh, and now- I don't really know what Stoop Dude actually does. <laughs> I don't know what Stoop Dude's powers are. No, it's really, I don't think it's ever mentioned. If I any- mean, I guess if it's walking like an idiot. <laughs> well, if anything, we're going to get or into this. rhyming. <laughs> we're going to get into this, but the the main comic book hero, by the way, Pittsburgh just scored with a minute left. I think it was. Hockey's <laughs> uh, so fucking stupid. Eh? <laughs> um, I I think that um, one of the reasons that he got rejected, and again we'll get into this, is that the comic book in question that everybody's trying to be a part of is called Hoodnan. Yes. Stoop dude looks like a ripoff of Hoodnan. Yes, he does. <laughs> so maybe that's why he got rejected, buddy, because your idea isn't original. Exactly. That's just so. Me, anyway, though. he's uh, he's he's he's. He basically is inside his uh, apartment, though we'll find out it's his aunt's apartment later. And he's drawing he's drawing a panel kind of depicting what happened to him when he got uh, when his stupid character got rejected and he gets a little bit of revenge in comic form. Yes. And also now a few things about this guy. One is that the, the stupid character has a really dumb way of talking. Yes. It's like, ah, you you're going to go against stupid dude <laughs> with attitude. Because I'm in the mood. Yeah. And so then... Terrible. And then you know that he's not happy with Hoodman because he's got a big ad on, like, an easel, and he goes over and delivers such a weak punch to it. Yeah, it's, it's an ad for the Hoodman uh, comic contest, and yeah, he, 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 he downs it with, like, the worst punch ever. Yeah. So then we get a bunch of rap beats and record scratching, and then, yes. uh, then we go to Lenny's place. So Lenny... Again, <laughs> but not this version. <laughs> yeah, not well, this version is a little young. Yeah, I mean, even all versions, uh, I don't like anymore. Come on, but That's uh, right, me but neither. at the time, totally allowed. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, absolutely. So we like to let. Yeah, so Lenny's in her house by herself, and she wants to call the gang together. And the way that they do that is they write the letters "rally" and then their first initial. And Ghost Rider sends a message out to all of the kids in the gang. So in this case, it's ingenious. So in this case, she writes "rally L," and then all the other kids see the message and are like, "Fuck, we got to go to Lenny's." You know what? Fucking without texting, best. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like the precursor, ghostwriter. Well, ghostwriter. I'll, I'll, I'll basically, you know, doing the job of texting would would be, would be doing now. Oh, I, I comment later the the job of smartphones. Ghostwriter does a lot of. Absolutely. It's kind of like you could yeah. write you could write Ghostwriter again, but it's all they get a magical phone from the future that has fucking Wikipedia and texting and. Exactly. Yeah. Ghostwriter would be so useless now. I know, right? <laughs> Ghostwriter Ghost Ghost would all show up. I bet you they all, uh, like, ten years later are all, fuck Ghostwriter's just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck off, Ghostwriter. I'm trying, to, off, Ghost I'm trying to read and you're mixing up all the letters. <laughs> uh, so, we, so we get some other characters. Jamal, who is, I would say, Jamal and Lenny are the main characters of the show. Yeah, we got Jamal Jenkins, yeah. played by Sheldon Turnipseed. So he's the at, best name ever. So he's at school with his buddy Rob, who's fucking yes. super weird kid. And Rob is not. Rob's like a side character, essentially up to this point. I think he had made maybe one or two um, uh, appearances up to this point, and is kind of like a satellite member of the Ghostwriter team. Well, the idea is that you, you're the indication that you can become a part of the team is that you'll be able to see the Ghostwriter message because. Adults and other kids don't see these messages. For some reason, only these kids can fucking yes. see, like special, you know, kids can see this. So Rob can see Ghostwriter's message, but he's all reluctant. He's like, eh, should I really go over there? Like, and I don't know <laughs> if it's because he's shy or if he's like, I don't know about these fucking weird kids that talk to ghosts. <laughs> what the fuck am I? What the fuck would I be getting myself into? Yeah. All so, running around chasing clues. Yeah. He just wants to fucking, uh, go uh, uh you know read or something yes so now there are also a brother and sister uh alex and uh gabby original gabby original for those, uh, for those ghostwriter completists this is original gabby and i think we can all agree it's best gabby yes and so now because second gabby is the worst gabby and her fucking giant 90s shorts <laughs> Just such a leader is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so they are brother and sister. They share a room in their house with their parents, which is attached to the bodega, which is uh, the store. They run a corner store. Yeah. Their parents run a corner store. So they are not, uh, they're not, they're, they're, they're not rich by any means. They share a room with a, they, I guess they use a curtain in between their beds and stuff. So yeah, they, they are, they are, um, brother and sister and the only the only related the two that are related in this um in this uh, team and uh also uh this even though that they're in uh brooklyn which is yes. part of obviously new york city which is massive fucking stoop dude all lives in their area and shops at the bodega of course he does <laughs> so stoop dude is shopping at the bodega yes. uh anyways all the kids head to lenny's and uh the one we haven't introduced yet that shows up there is also tina <laughs> They just never did anything with Tina. She it's too bad. She had like literally no personality. Yeah. So there, there might have been one show that revolved around her, but I, I couldn't fucking remember it. Yeah, so so she's the sixth one. So there's six of them. They go over yes. to Lenny's place, and uh Lenny tells them that she has called this rally. Uh oh, Pittsburgh has scored an empty net goal. So this Oh, it's over. Happen. Congratulations to the to the Pittsburgh Penguins, I guess. Yep. Uh so Whoopity doo! Yeah, anyway. so so Lenny uh tells the gang that she has called them over because she has found out about this contest for the Hoodman yes. comic. So she's like, There there is a contest, and uh here's all the things that you have to do in the contest. And I was thinking something at this point <laughs> that then Jamal 
actually <laughs> says. says it. So these rallies, I think it's established, even though this is early in the series, that this is like, they're supposed to be for important things. Like, you're in yep. trouble. You really need your friend's help. So he's like, yep. you call this over for a fucking contest? <laughs> it was awesome. I, I my, my son's favorite character is Jamal. And he was like, because he's, he's thinking and he's always smart. Or he's, always, he's smart and he's always thinking. And I was like, you're right. He is. He's like, why Why are we, why do you call, put the fucking bat signal out for this? Yeah, exactly. And like Lenny, and like they, they literally are all about to walk out. And by the way, before we even move on, Lenny, who, this whole episode, it's just her in her house. Oh, her I dad, said. nowhere to be found. I said that later. I'm like, where are her parents? <laughs> like yeah, She lives just her and her dad. Yeah, well. I have, a, now he's in other episodes, but he's not here at all. No, he is not. She just has and them over. And it's all hours of the day. Yes. Uh, so, so anyways, so everybody, so the gang is like, fuck this contest. Like, why would we do this? And they're about to walk out. And then she's like, oh, I forgot the important part, which wouldn't you start with the important part? Yeah. She, the prize. <laughs> yeah. So the prize, she's like, oh, by the way, the winner of the contest gets to, uh, be in a comic. And the Hoodman comic. And and that turns everyone around right away. All of a sudden, this being in this comic is the most important thing in everybody's life ever. Now, oh gosh. I I might jump in the gun here. I, I don't know. Because I'm 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 trying to remember when this uh exchange happened. And I believe it's in this scene where Lenny explains to people that Hoodman it's because he lives in the hood. And she calls it the hood, and then fucking <laughs> Jamal is all well duh. <laughs> yes it is that's the one yeah and she's like okay like all <laughs> super passive aggressive it's amazing it's such a great scene the one good thing about Ghost Rider is is that they actually portray really well the awkwardness of kids at this age and I gotta give it up because there's so many pauses and like characters are sometimes mean to each other for no reason because kids are like that well and They're also like, ah, well no duh it's the hood another another thing that they do that i like is that uh the kids are not at all shy about a telling somebody when they think they're wrong and b yes. if they think they're right just being like oh fuck it i'm right <laughs> yep and exactly. this happens a lot throughout all of these episodes it's great. It's refreshing. Uh, Pittsburgh wins the Stanley Cup. Yay. Yay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so DVR'd it. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so now the kids are like, well, fuck. Like, wouldn't you bring them over and be like, hey, do you want to be in a comic? Like, if you knew they'd be that excited, wouldn't you start with, I found out how to be in a comic book? They got and they got really fucking excited about being in a comic book. Too. Yeah, they were they were they were at the point where they're like, "We're walking out on you to fuck. Let's do it, brother." Yeah, Alex was 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 psyched about being in a comic. So now uh, they they do a cut shot over to uh, Stoop Dude, who's being a loser. I don't even know what he did. I just wrote Stoop Dude is a fucking loser. Um, so Stoop Dude is just a, um, and we'll find out later more about him. But we, you know, we got to keep you waiting, listeners. Yes. As we talk through this whole this, these four episodes, but you know, uh, Stoop Dude is essentially just a fucking nobody who sits in his fucking house doing terrible art and doing comics and talking in a weird voice. <laughs> so now the kids go over the rules of this contest, and I think this contest is equally the most simple and the most convoluted contest of all time yeah yeah so the first uh, thing is the first thing is 
they have all these materials. Like, join our contest, but by the way, here's like like they have a fucking they have a full map. They have full yep. like like printed like full page descriptions, like almost posters of each of the locations of on each the map. Location. On the map yep. that they have to study. They have fucking sheets of paper that they have to write all their notes on. And they have to have a case book with them. Yeah. So the idea here, but then on the flip side, ultimately, they're, the kids have to solve four uh, mysteries, and each mystery reveals a location on the map a map that has five locations. <laughs> and, and like, and so the clues are in, in, in comic book panels. So you start with the first panel. And you put the clues together using all your resources. And then you find out where to go to get the next panel. And then where do you go to get the next panel and the next panel? And then the fourth location is whoever gets there first wins. Who basically <laughs> gets across the finish line. But I gotta say, okay, so it's pretty simple. It's also convoluted, but it's the easiest fucking contest I've ever seen. Because the answer to all the clues are in the information sheets. Yes, they are. So really, um, you know, and I get it. Okay, listen, like this is a show for kids. And so, but I just can't see, like, okay, my six-year-old, like he wouldn't, you know, like following some of it is not, but not, you know, super, like it's, it's, it's a little bit harder, but I think for someone who's going to be like eight, nine, 10, like there's, there's no way this is not the easiest contest ever. The other thing is that, and we'll get to this, but when they show up at each location and there's an agent at each location that's kind of judging the work, they all have to fucking show their homework. Like, yeah, you know when you did uh, math equations in uh, elementary school and you can't just be like, well, you know, three plus seven is ten. Uh, you have it. to like show like, oh, show me your work and that, and how yep. you got there. That's part of this contest. You have to fucking show all of the all of the things. All your you clues, did. and then how you came to that conclusion. Yep. <laughs> so, anyway, printing, by the way, that's the best part about Ghostwriter. My favorite thing about Ghostwriter, there's lots of them, but one of them is how perfect the printing is, except for when they have a shot of somebody, the actual person, actually printing, and it's so different from the perfect printing, <laughs> and it doesn't match. But they have great printing, so that, that's that's good to know. So, anyway, so. Where are we now? So, so they, the they, gang, the gang puts the, the gang puts the first panel up on the easel, and they're looking over it. And fucking Jamal. By the way, after we get a whole thing about this fucking easel. Yeah, yeah. They're all like, "My dad's got this easel that was my grandma's, and the easel has a nickname, and it's like supposed to be impressive that they have this big old easel from like a hundred years ago." <laughs> I'm like, "It's a fucking easel." Yeah, uh, and then God damn it. they put the panels up, and they're looking at this comic, and fucking. <laughs> Jamal all lays some sick burns on Dr. Kill's haircut. <laughs> it's all a character in the comic, and Jamal's all, yeah, you should learn how to get a new haircut. And they all laugh. Like, they're fucking, they fucking laid a burn on a comic book character. Uh, uh, Jamal. So anyways, they, 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 they start reading this comic, and they immediately, like, decipher what to them is the most obvious thing. They're just like, well, it's got to be here. And so they all rush out to the first location that they think is Was right. Was that the boathouse? Yeah, they're just like... Well, they said boat. And like Jamal is like, no, I think we should look at this a little closer. Because he's like, he, he seriously is like, we can't just go off one clue. There's a boat. And it's like, all right, it's at the boathouse. And, and so he's like, no, no, but the, he, he goes along with them. Well, Lenny is the one that's just like, let's fucking go. I'm going. Oh, yeah. She, she does not. She does not. Uh, she does not take it seriously enough. Yeah. So they, uh, they head out and... Uh, 
Let's see here. Well, they go to the location, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or are we there? Or do we cut the stoop dude? No, again? they rush out on a whim to the wrong location, and then fucking stoop dude shows up at the wrong location too. Yeah, because he's an idiot as well. Yeah, so, he clearly had the same idea. He didn't do his homework. Yeah, and so he uh, and he stoop dude. Now they start establishing that this guy is uh, is a fucking prankster. He no, all, stoop dude gets there first. Yeah, he all and the agent that's there. He all first he goes for a fucking low five and then moves his hand out of the way. Oh, he gives he gives a little psych action. And then he does the whole like handshake, but with the buzzer on his hand because he's a fucking trickster. Yeah, he's a prankster. And then the kids show up, and then they find out that they fucked up. They're just like, oh, it's yeah. the wrong location. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. So they go back and they're studying this cartoon again. And then fucking Ghost Rider shows up. <laughs> and, yes. And they're like, oh, good. <laughs> now, Ghost, Ghost Rider has like a, he has an, like there's an audio cue. I, I won't explain it, but it's like a, just a little sound. And you know Ghost Rider's showing up. So it gets all exciting. You're like, oh, Ghost Rider's coming. So Ghost Rider can read all the words, but doesn't understand what's going on because Ghost Rider can't see pictures. And I love where they're like, uh, <laughs> they're like, he's wondering what the words are. And, and there are words like thwack and bam uh, yes. because there's actions going on. Uh, shout out to Adam West, who passed away, by the way. Speaking of thwack and That's bam. Right. R.I.P. in peace. Yes. Uh, and so ghost writer is like what are those words and so they have to they have to write to ghost writer as well they can't just talk to him so they write it's from the cartoon and i love ghost writer what cartoon <laughs> <laughs> now i i think our listeners need to know at what a glacial pace this all happens this all these scenes with the ghost writer you're all waiting for them to type on a computer or like write on a piece of paper yeah it's fucking excruciating and they're they're saying out the words they're like it's words to describe a <laughs> cartoon and then and they like, and then they wait then they wait for like 10 seconds and then ghost writer all it's like it's like when you're fucking msn messaging somebody and you <laughs> Yep. You're just waiting for that message to come back again because yeah. Ghost Rider is a smartphone. Exactly. Um, this was great for young kids because they they don't need if they can't read what's on the screen, they get to hear what's being typed. Yeah. So it's great. But for me, I'm like fucking. Let's get fucking moving here. Yeah. So the kids now are telling you how to do things properly. So the lesson you've learned is like be thorough in your uh, investigation yes. before you uh, kind of run out and make a fool of yourself. So yes. they use the clues and they basically figure out that all the bolded words mean something and that the bolded words tell them that they have to go to the, and I believe I got this right, Prison Ship Martyrs Monument. That's it. Now, I would like to um, just jump back quickly because I believe at this point, Ghost Rider asks them some questions and they're like, we should explain to Ghost Rider more about what this is. And then they just don't. <laughs> they all walk away and start solving clues. And you're like, poor Ghost Rider. All just left hanging. He just wants to help, and they're like, "Fuck it, we got we got now some I clues." Now I would like to say, you know, I, what I do like is that Ghost Rider doesn't help them with the contest at all. He only helps them with the side mystery, which we'll get to. Yes, he's so so. There are these kids are on the up and up. They they could easily use Ghost Rider to just win this contest outright, but you know, they don't do it. Which is good. I'm sure that that was discussed before too, right? I'm sure it was. So they go to the right location this time, and uh, they show up and. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the agent. So they get to the, so there's an agent sitting at a desk at all these locations, and they have a they will either give you a new panel after they review all of your um, all of their uh, clues and how they got to their to, to why they got there, 
uh, or they'll like spray them with confetti if they're wrong. So of course they get they they run up the steps. They're clearly right. They get there. Fucking Spike Lee all sitting at the table. <laughs> awesome. Ghost Rider had awesome. a chair. Of- Ghost Rider is known for, um, as you heard in the intro, Ghost Rider is known for having some celebrity cameos. Hey, Jamal's um, first episode. Yeah, Jamal's dad, Samuel L. Jackson. She. <laughs> That's and, a. Uh, yeah. So Spike Lee is there, and uh, you know he he looks over their work and gives them a new panel, and then we have a moment where we learn about this. Uh, this uh, martyr's monument, and, and uh, it's it's a great teachable moment. Jamal's dad's like, "Who's this motherfucking ghost?" <laughs> 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 yes, Spike Lee all fucking drops some truth about the martyr's monument on all the kids. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a real solemn kind of speech. It's 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 some good stuff, some good learning for the kids. So now, in the meantime, there are other uh, people in this contest. One of whom is Stoop Dude, who on multiple occasions goes up to agents and they're like, uh, "You have to be sixteen or younger." And he's like, "I am 16. and, <laughs> and he's and, clearly in his twenties. And they just believe him. They're like, "Cool, here here's the next." And he clue. runs and he runs, swinging his arms all like a. Like, way over the top, kind of like uh, old vaudeville guy. Yeah. But super annoying. Uh, and then there's also another uh, guy-girl combination who are also right behind our heroes uh, in this contest. Yes. So the kids are like, fuck. Like, it's almost like only at this point they're like, oh, fuck, there are other people in this contest. We better uh, step on it. Well, yeah. They, I mean, the ones right after them kind of give them a bit of trash talking. Yes, they do. So we're going to win this, baby. And they go running off. So, so uh, you're kind of like the Ghost Rider team, and you know, I got—I'm very surprised at the pace that the Ghost Rider team uh, does some of these, uh, some of their sleuthing. I'm surprised that they, that 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 this turned out that they were in this at the end. <laughs> so they uh, they get the next panel, and then they all have to kind of go their separate ways because you know, at the end of the day, well, kids got to go home. I assume they have school because <laughs> they were at school at the start. So. Yeah. So Lenny gets home, and yeah. then. She's got a, <laughs> under her door, she gets a, a, a letter, and she opens it up, and it's a cartoon panel, and it is Hoodman threatening the kids. They're basically like... Stoop dude, well, Stoop... No, Stoop well, dude, not Hoodman, sorry. sorry, Stoop dude, yeah. And they're like, yeah. get out of the contest or else, basically. Well, essentially, it's there. It's a it's a drawing of them all looking at uh, uh, something. They're all kind of crowded together, and behind them is a giant demon, <laughs> and it says... Drop out of the contest, or you will suffer. <laughs> and uh, we know that it's that it's from Stoop Dude as as viewers, but the but the kids don't know yet. Uh, now, of course, Lenny should probably just take this thing to her dad, but her dad's not around. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, anyways, that's the end of the first episode. It's that's the cliffhanger, and we move to episode two. All right. Scary. So, so we get a recap. Yep. Of, uh, at the start of episode two, they recap. Here's what happened yesterday, which is great. And then we get the we get the the full scene that that happened at the cliffhanger. So you know you get to see the whole note under the door, and she gets that, and uh, we go from there. So what do we got? So then the the dude, the and we've already established that uh, stoop dude is an idiot, but he all fucking signs <laughs> his panel, like his threatening panel. He all fucking puts his his uh, comic book like uh, signature, which is man e. <laughs> So M-A-N and then a ca- capital M-A-N and then capital E. So it's like man E. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he's a fucking fool. Yes. So then I wrote, and I don't know what they were doing, but I just wrote, these kids love clues. They just love fucking clues so much. Oh, yeah. They got to get all the oh, clues. Yeah. So now the second episode, we start uh, with a, a kind of a side story. Yes. 
So Rob. Oh God, that's right. Yeah. So Rob, who again we've said is kind of like not in with the gang yet and kind of acting weird. So uh, he is. Um, he has a conversation with his dad. And his dad is like, hey, son, hey, the, you know, they, they're like, oh, we're, we're not moving around as much anymore. So I guess his dad was in the army, so they moved a lot. But he's like, oh, we're not yes. moving anymore. You should fucking play baseball. You should go down to the community yep. center and join a, a team. And his dad's like super obsessed with like he's not he's not like a mean dad, but he's so obsessed with this kid being a part of a team. Yeah. But Rob's like not like clearly not interested. But he, goes, but he goes down to the youth center anyways, and he goes to a poetry reading. Some serious poetry slam going on here. Yeah, and so the poem is being read by uh, a street person. Yes. And Rob Almost goes... Dude. Yeah, and go, Rob goes and talks to the, him afterwards, and uh, the guy's just like, come down to my corner where I, where I sell poems. Yeah. <laughs> and Rob's like, cool. So there we go. So there, we've got that established now that we got a... A side story yes. going on. Uh, so the kids are looking at the next panel, and the <laughs> panel, uh, the clues form a rebus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can't go wrong with a fucking rebus. Yeah, so a rebus, like a combination of what? Like words and, and shapes that, that, that make words? Yeah, you explain those to our listeners, what a rebus is. Yeah, well, I just kind of did, yeah, there didn't you I? Go. You just kind of did. There you go. Well, thanks. <laughs> so they... <laughs> So they uh, they show uh, well. The, basically, all these rebus words are on windows in the panel. So they put them together, and yeah. uh, and it tells them that they have to go to Coney Island. Yep. Uh, so they're headed to Coney Island. Meanwhile, back to Rob. Rob meets up with Double T on the street corner, and the dude. I'm so done with it. By the way, I hate this fucking storyline. Yeah. It's so annoying. Uh, I'm like, let's get to the fucking clues. So the dude that the, the the homeless dude seems like nice enough, but he's all super obnoxious when people are passing by. He's like, let me write you a poem only for a buck. <laughs> like, yep. I'd be like, why don't you just beg for the money? <laughs> like, wouldn't wouldn't that wouldn't people respond more to that? I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Or no, like it's true. Like I, I get it, but it's a fucking poem. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not exactly like like poems are highly sought after. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's like you like, know, I, like, I've been wanting honestly, to get my hands you're on like a good drawing, poem. Like funny caricatures, okay. It's like oh, here's a here's a here's a big head you with a little body playing fucking uh, soccer. That'd be great. <laughs> I, I'd be down with that. But <laughs> a fucking poem, no thanks. So Rob talks to him, and he's like, he's like. Uh, you know, what if you got somebody... And he's all vague. He's like, what if you got somebody that wants you to do something and you want to do something else? And the homeless dude's like, so what, you know, you should write a letter to this person. And later on, it's in a later scene where the dude's like, oh, is your dad? But he's yeah. like, why don't you... He's like, why don't you write him a letter? You know, you're a good writer. Why don't you write your dad a letter about how you feel? So anyways. Um, I was thinking, like, how does he know he's a good writer? <laughs> I guess Did he show him. So I don't think he showed him any of his works or anything. Yeah, he just went to the poetry reading. It's like, if, like you must be a good writer. If, if, it's like if I go to a musical and then one of the actors after is like, "You should sing a song for somebody. You're clearly good at it. <laughs> you came to this musical." Excellent. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, the kids are at Coney Island and they run into Stoop Dude, and Stoop Dude lies to them about where the agent is. That that was that was an A plus fucking swerve by Stoop Dude. It sure that was. was Stoop Dude's shining moment was that. Yeah. Where he all he's all like they they I don't know if they ask him. 
I, I can't remember the exact thing, but they run into him and he and he tells them all, puts them way off course. He's like, go underneath the Ferris wheel and then through some tunnel, and they all get there and there's there's all nothing there. That <laughs> that was fucking that was dastardly. Um, meanwhile, uh, Rob gives a letter to his dad. His dad reads it, and then he and it's like a nice letter. It's pretty well written, and so the dad yep. reads it, and then he looks at them and he's like. You like writing, don't you, son? And I'm like, of course he does. <laughs> so, oh boy, dad. Uh, so, so this is kind of weird because this is the last time we see Rob's dad. But like, it's like he he understands, but I still get the sense that he's kind of disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like it's like, oh, you're a good writer, and he's all, well, we'll see ya. <laughs> Close the door, and he's gone. And you're like, all right, I, I guess that's I guess that's how it goes. Uh, it's an accurate depiction of, 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 of um, you know, preteens or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so we go to uh, the kids eventually find the right uh, location. They also run into the other rival kids and they're yes. like, and they were misled too. So now they all go to the right location and they're told that they're correct and they get the next clue. So now, meanwhile, a new panel, a new panel. Yeah. So now, meanwhile, uh, Stoop Dude is at his place. <laughs> Yes. Fucking ghost writers all spying on him. <laughs> like, so the kids haven't dis- deciphered that this is the bad dude, but for some reason, ghost writer has. So he all just shows up and is fucking is all sneaking around. Well, he read Man E, and then he read, and then he found Man E because the guy lives near them. He finds Man E all over the art on the guy's walls. Ah, there so you go. He knows he he sees Man E all over this guy's room because all he sees is words, right? Yeah. And so he looks at all the dude's fucking terrible masks that he does on. Terrible. Yeah. And then he reads his fucking sweatshirt, which, of course, he's wearing this sweatshirt with his name on it, which is Manny. And then it's like his his the year he graduated, and then it's all, all the right moves. Yeah, so it's it's the initials from his high school and, and yes. 88. Yeah. And then, yeah, all the right moves. So the kids are reading this, and, of course, again, Everything, you know, and I get it again. It's and this is not too bad for a kid's show, but they're they sit there and they talk it out out loud. They're like, what is WHS or whatever it's called? And then eventually they're like MHS or MHS. And they're like, you know what? It's a high school. It's blah, blah, blah. High school. 88. That could be a graduation year. So, you know, pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So so Jamal and Tina kind of break off of the group and they're focusing on. On finding this this dastardly dude. Yeah, so they have a friend. They don't know he's Stoop Dude yet. They don't know that yet. They haven't figured out that Stoop Dude is the guy that's threatening them. So they have a friend who uh, can get them a yearbook. So they get a yearbook that they start going through. Yes. And, uh, and of course, again, <laughs> Jamal wants to go after the first person that they find in a book. But Tina's like, we should keep looking, just in case. Now, I would like to sidebar something here. Yes. So you've got your, your – I don't know exactly how old these kids are. Let's ballpark it, let's say. 14 for the oldest ones and 12 for the youngest? Yeah, so you got some of the two of the older ones, I guess. And they, uh, they're they up in the room all, all looking for clues for hours with the door closed. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know, like, what's Jamal's grandma? Is she kind of like, hmm, what's going on up there? I... We're looking, we're looking, we're looking for clues. He's like, yeah, fuck these clues. How about a little bit of sleep? <laughs> But uh, yeah, so they're looking for clues in this yearbook, and uh, eventually uh, they they look in the index and find Ghostwriter helps them. Yeah, they find multiple people people named Manny, and they eventually yep. go to the right page. Uh, they don't just go to the page, right? They go to the index and they write down 
like the three manis and the pages that they're on. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like page this, page this, page this. They write every cl- they well documented. Yeah. And then they go to the first person, and the person's like, "I like dancing," and they're like, "Up oh, all the right moves." Gotta and be so it. Jamal is like the dude's out the fucking door, right? He's yeah. Like, that's her. It's like some some woman, and he's like, "That's it, done, Manuela. That's her. We're we're going." And Tina's like, "No, wait. We should look at them all." And then, of course, the second one they look at is Manny Geit. Yeah. And, of course, they find his, because uh, he's chess club, all the right moves. And then they flip to a chess club picture, and there he is with the sweatshirt. Yes. That he's wearing, I wish that he's wearing fucking sleuthing was that easy. Well, and the sweatshirt that the dude's all wearing five years later, like after he graduated yeah. from high school. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's proud of his chess club uh, victories. Yeah. Um, now, by the way, as soon as they see this guy... They've run into him a few times, and I'm sorry, I know he was dressed as Stoop Dude when they saw him. That costume isn't uh, terribly uh, different from his real image. No, no, not at all. Like, you think that they'd be like, right away, they'd be like, isn't that the guy that misled us at the fucking Coney Island? Isn't that Stoop Dude? Isn't that Stoop Dude from half an hour ago? We've still got another episode to go, though, I think, so. Yeah. We've got two more episodes after this, so we got some time to kill. Yeah, so now, in the meantime... uh, we end the episode back on Stoop Dude, and now he's taking a sinister turn where he's like, You're gonna be bound and gagged. And he's all tied yeah, up. And he's tying up a troll doll. Yes. Gagging a troll doll. <laughs> bound and gagged. Bound and gagged. I'm like, Okay. What the fuck, Stoop, Stoop like, Dude? I'm just like, that, that escalated really quickly. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now part three. All right. Uh,. By the way, uh, the the homeless guy and the Rob storyline are done. <laughs> you never Rob hear. Rob gives him a book as thanks. Yeah, and I'm thinking, why don't you give the guy some fucking money? Yeah, but he gives he him buys a him book. a book. The guy's got a shopping cart full of fucking books. <laughs> like give him give him like twenty bucks cash. Yeah. <laughs> so God damn it. So episode three, we start off right away with the next side story arc. Yes. Alex and Gabby walk into the bodega. And their parents are standing there fighting over a truck. Yeah, her dad. Their dad wants to buy a truck for the business, but uh, their mom is, you know, rightfully like we should talk about this. Yeah. And so they're fighting, and Alex and Gabby are scared. Yeah, and they're and Alex and Gabby are like they're getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Rob shows up at Lenny's. Yeah. And I guess now that Rob's gone through his little fucking. Uh, his little fucking like growth episode. He's just like I'm he's ready. Back in, baby. I'm, I'm ready to. I'm well. He's not back in with the gang fully yet, but he's ready to start solving clues. Yes. <laughs> so Rob and Lenny start looking at the third panel, and this is where I wrote: Does Lenny have any parents? Uh, exactly. So her dad is never around. Now her dad's a musician, so who knows what the dude's doing? Yeah. All, so I'll do and blow down at the studio or something. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point. Uh, fucking Rob and Lenny are all reading the information sheets. They're fucking pulling out dictionaries and looking up words. And again, it's just like, A, you have Ghostwriter. B, but Ghostwriter, again, he's not going to help with the contest. So I guess that's it. But again... No, he has said, he has, uh, he does state about, uh, you know, you stay true and, 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 and whatever, then you'll win or something. So yeah. he's, literally, he, you're not going to get anywhere with Ghostwriter. But still... Come on. Yeah. So, uh, so again, in the age of smartphones, this is all for and like pulling out a fucking encyclopedia. <clears throat> Going through it. Yep. Uh, so, uh, 
in the meantime, in the meantime, we go to the next location, which is the aquarium, which is the correct location. Yeah, so they find the correct location. Yeah, and the agent is there, and fucking Stoop Dude all abducts him. Well, first of all, the agent really enjoyed the penguins. Yeah, and you know what? I don't fucking blame him. Yeah, because they are cute as fuck. Holy shit! Best scene in the best scene in the show is the penguins all waddling around. Yeah. Awesome. So, so anyway, so yeah, he's hanging out, and Stoop Dude fucking ties his shoelaces together first, but then fucking. It looks like he gives him the old ether rag on the face, but I, I, he didn't. But he stuffs his fucking bandana in his mouth and all pulls him off behind some fence, I presumably to tie him up. Yeah, so I guess he's bound. I don't know how guy. the guy doesn't get away though. Well, I mean, and, and, it's not and, hard to walk with your shoelaces tied together. And I write this later, but and then he's not found for a long time. Like he's <laughs> in he's in an employee only's area. There are no employees yep. that go into there and are, you know, he's so anyways, he's there for a long time, but Stoop Dude comes out and he fucking poses as the agent. He steals the guy's sweater. Yeah. Because everybody's wearing blue hoods. Yes. Blue hoodies. So, uh, the kids show up, uh, at the aquarium and, uh, and they're given, Stoop Dude is like, you're right. And, uh, but he, now usually they stamp the right thing. But he all he all fucking tears he a corner. Yeah, so he tears a corner off of it with his teeth. <laughs> and the kids are like, "Oh, that's weird." Yeah, and then he gives a panel, and of course, it's a fake panel that he's drawn. Yeah, so it's it's a reasonable facsimile, but we'll find out later that it, it, that you can crack it, it. Does it does have its inconsistencies? Yes, if you read the clues. <laughs> yes. So then, in the meantime, uh, Alex and Gabby, I wrote this is super sad. The two kids all clean their room super nice so that their parents will stop fighting. It's really, it's it's really a sad scene. Yeah, they're just Those like poor kids. I'm yeah, so scared. They're like, okay, we've made our room clean, so our parents will stop fighting. And I just wrote, that's super fucking sad. Yeah. Uh, then I wrote because I'd forgotten. I'm like, where the hell is Jamal? Realizing later that him and Tina are still calling people from uh, the phone book with this guy's name. Uh, That's right, I think, they're trying to find all the mannies and manny gites and but a, everything around. But again, going back to your original point, would it really take that long to go through all of them up in his room with Tina? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it took, <laughs> took a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Um, there must have been some smooching. Yeah, so Lenny and Rob in the meantime are still the only ones working on the contest. And uh, they're yes. looking at this panel. And they realize that because there's no indication of anything that makes sense, they're like, "This is this fake? And so they use clues to figure it out, including things yeah. like Hoodman in the comic is not wearing his special watch. And his hood, or his hood. And his hood is down, but he is doing his superpowers. Yes. Hoodman, by the way, is a dude with a hood. And when he puts the hood up, he's like, what, bulletproof? Uh, yeah, and super fast and super strong. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they realize that this must be fake. So they go back to the aquarium. And but they... wait a minute, doesn't... Now, wait a minute, though. No, no, he doesn't... The dude didn't sign the panel, did he? No, he did no, not. He, okay, he did not. Thank fucking God. So they... To get really mad. Yeah, so they go back to the aquarium, and they find the fucking abducted dude, and they all free him. And again, I was like, no one else discovered this guy? <laughs> like, it took the two kids to show up and then go into the restricted area to be like, oh, fuck, some dude's been uh, bound and gagged. Well, they, they untie him, but they don't see that his shoes are tied, and he takes all the worst bump onto a chair ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they free him, and uh, I guess he gives them the right panel. Yes. And, uh, no, the, well, no, he calls, he calls um, 
he calls whatever comic cosmic comics yes and so apparently i guess what you don't see is it gets all figured out and they get their panel yeah and uh we also establish again that the other kids that are their rivals have gotten the wrong panel too so everybody kind of discovers this uh what one thing that we haven't talked about throughout this uh thing is lenny's outfits <laughs> yes uh the the one in particular at this point is a ridiculous ruffled blue shirt and like john lennon shades yes <laughs> and like giant plaid pants that are really high well and she's like the fashionista right yeah well she's like the, she's like the cool one yeah yeah uh so uh we go back to uh gabby and alex and we get some fucking real divorce talk yeah where their mom basically tells them it's we're not getting a divorce just because we fight yeah and, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's love that keeps them together and all this stuff. And yeah. It all ends up, everybody's happy. Yeah. So now... And by the way, uh, Gabby and Alex's dad is awesome. Yes. So now... Uh, early on, early on, he talks about how they should put... He talked uh, in one of the earlier episodes uh, in this in this story, they, he, he, they come into the bodega and he's working. And he's like, you should put me in the comic if you win. And he's all like, he could be whatever grocery man. <laughs> Like defender of the poor, yeah, and he's hey. all jousting with a fucking stick, and it's awesome. Hey, what a nice guy! And such a dad line, by the way. I know he's got an awesome stash. Yeah. So good, good work, uh, Gabby and Alex's dad. So then uh, Lenny and Rob are like, we should call the gang over because you know their shit's gone down. And so wait a minute, though, can I can I cut in here? What we have, what we've completely overlooked, is that throughout this, Alex heals really fast from like a broken ankle. <laughs> That's right. He starts out unable to walk it on crutches in in the first in the first uh, episode, and the second episode, which I can only assume is like the next day, he's got a or he's a little better, and then the, the third, which can't be more than a few days later, he's all got a cane. Oh yeah, he's like I traded in the crutches for this bitchin' cane. <laughs> Essentially, uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. And then eventually, he's just better. Yes. Uh, so. Lenny and Rob are like, okay, we want to call a rally to get everyone over here. So Lenny's like, Rob, do you want to call the rally? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he all doesn't want to write rally. I guess, I guess, what would he write? Rally L? Because if he writes his name, they're going to go to his place. So they have to write rally L anyways, right? That's right. Yeah. But anyways, he's all shy to do it, even though he's, so again, he's still not quite there with the gang. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Stoop Dude is fucking at his place bragging about everything he's done. And I just wrote here... By the way, bragging to himself. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote here, how does this guy think he's going to get away with all this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you're gonna, like, <laughs> you're not going to get away with it. If, if anything, when they verify your age and you're not 16... Because at some yeah, point you think... Yeah, you're not going to get in the comic. Yeah, you think at some point they're going to fucking do uh, an ID check, right? Of course. Uh, so they find, uh, the kids get together and, uh, the Jamal and Tina come over and they're like, we've called everywhere and we can't find them. So then they all just find, send Ghost Rider to find them. And it's like, couldn't you have just done that? Yeah. In the first place. So Ghost like, I don't Rider. I do know how Ghost Rider couldn't read the number. He reads numbers, right? Yes. So he could read the number on the apartment block and then like the street name. Yeah. I mean, he looked at everything else in the dude's apartment. Yeah. Uh, so they send you Ghost Rider. You couldn't find, like, a fucking, you know, like, the dude's aunt's fucking pay stuff or something. Like, I, God damn it, Ghost Rider. So they send Ghost Rider to find Stoop Dude, and Lenny is kind of um, watching her computer, and Ghost Rider is all writing words that he sees, and she finally, like, realizes that, yeah, like, by the way, 
they, it comes up with like one word in Spanish, and she's like, "That's the bodega." Because what? That's it's got to be the it's bodega. The, it's the only Hispanic fucking bodega in all of Brooklyn. Well, what she does get is it, it puts uh, uh, Gabby and Alex's mom's name there, so she. I'll give her a little leeway. Okay. But so, still, come on. So she runs to the bodega where fucking <laughs> Stoop Dude is all grocery shopping. So and they, she walks right into Stoop Dude, knocks over his bag of groceries, and uh, and she sees his shirt. And that's the cliffhanger going into episode four. There we go. So when they've run into each other, uh, Stoop Dude picks up all his shit, but he fucking dropped an envelope, and so it's just sitting there. Yes, because he's an idiot. It says, like, my stuff on it or something. Yeah, so now I wrote here, maybe now would be a good time for a rally? Yeah, probably, right? Yeah, uh, so um, now at some point here, uh, and I forget now, why Stoop, this happened. Stoop Dude runs away. Yes. Because she does identify him. She yes. calls him Manny Geit to his face. <laughs> uh, and we're so, going to get some serious, and I can't wait because we're going to get some serious ponage by Jamal coming up here. So then Ghostwriter, and I don't know, I don't have the context of this. I just wrote, Ghostwriter says that Lenny should stay honest and true despite what, other, what others do. And I just wrote, good advice. Uh, I'd like to, we haven't really touched on Ghostwriter. Ghostwriter shows up as like a little orb with like a few, a little, like kind of like a truncated tail. So when he flies around, you kind of see this orb kind of come across the screen. It's not like a ghost of a person. <laughs> so it's like this, this, just this thing that, you know, moves letters around. So anyway, uh, so the kids still haven't figured out that Manny is stoop dude for some strange reason. It's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so now at this point, this is a little weird. So Lenny's trying to solve things and she's alone at her place with ghostwriter and ghostwriter's yes. writing to her. And at one point he's like, you must be tired. You should go to bed. And I just wrote like, isn't that fucking creepy that he's all like <laughs> looking at this girl by herself in her, in her, like her teenage girl by herself in her apartment. Yes, and because you're wondering, does does Ghostwriter really only see words, or is he just, <laughs> or is that just a fucking front for all his all his dirty behavior? Uh, all such a peeping tom. Yeah. So now this envelope, <laughs> when the kids get together, uh, they're looking at the shit that was in this envelope, which are these terrible masks that Stoop Dude has put together. Yes, and it's all it's his own project. He makes masks. Yeah. Masks, by the way, on the back of the stationery that he received his rejection for, for the comics. Of course. Yeah, he's used, like, newspapers, but also, I guess, <laughs> that letter that he... he, he I, I, I mean, I guess, if, wouldn't you have thrown that out if you were upset? Nope, use it in his art. Yeah. So the kids have this, but of course, because it's a mask, there are holes cut in it, so they have to fucking... Put the letter on another piece of paper and fucking so fill it. slow and fill in the blanks. So I mean, you know, like honestly, as as an adult, it's easy to look at it and go, "I I got it." Like I, I, can, <laughs> I can see it right here. Like I, I don't need to write anything. It's all, one of them. It's all write everything. We out. we received your sub, and they're like, "Sub what? Submarine?" And I'm like, "Submission." Fuck submission. <laughs> Stupid kids. Fuck! Yeah. So they they finally put all the words together, but the other thing that they discover a that the the guy got turned down for a comic, but b that the address that was sent to is not Manny Geitz. It is his. I guess it's his aunt. With Lamina Burns. Yeah, with a totally different name. So then they're like, ah, now now we're on to him. Yeah. So then I wrote right away. Jamal all calls the dude and starts to threaten him over the phone. It's so great. That's a baller move. <laughs> it's all, is this Manny Geit? It's all, I don't know. It's basically, 
you better not. We know you're messing with us. You yeah. better watch out, man. It's like, oh, my God. Jamal. Yeah. Boom shakalaka boom. So Jamal and Tina and Alex go to fucking tattle on Manny to his aunt. And Lenny, Rob, and Gabby figure out from the clues that they need to go to the boathouse. And uh, at the same time that they do, Stoop Dude also realizes he needs to go there. Yes, he does. So now we got a race. Yeah, so Jamal, Tina, and Alex get to fucking uh, uh, Stoop Dude's aunt's place. Manny, Stoop Dude, his aunt's place. And they're all telling on him, and the aunt is all calling him down, but he's gone. And again, I, I just thought at this point... So you're busted. Like, you're not going to get away with this, dude. Like, you've been called out to your fucking aunt where you live. And now, here's what I don't get. Is he somehow got out of the apartment through another door? <laughs> because he peeks around the corner, and my kid jumped. So I got to say, he loved that part. The yeah. Best. He thought it was fucking terrific that all of a sudden, stupid dude all shows up behind them, peeking around the corner, all villainous. Yep. He thought that was great, but I'm, I'm sitting there going... What fucking door did he go out of? Because, I mean, okay, we've all lived in apartments. How many doors? Well, this is a New York apartment, so they all have fire escapes. I Well, okay. I guess, but then where did he escape to? Because he escaped into the hallway? I have no idea. I, no fucking clue. But anyway, I'll yeah. suspend my disbelief. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, we go to the aquarium, and uh, the kids are all running in and one... The boathouse. Yeah, the, the boathouse. Boat sorry, the boathouse. The kids are all running in from one side, and Stoop Dude's on the other, and the other kids are there, and they're all like... Actually, no, Stoop Dude's not there. He doesn't no, even show up in time. It's it's the two sets of kids, right? Yeah, so they're like a big race. Yeah, so they have to fucking sprint to get over the finish line. And Lenny impossibly gets there first. She's all so fast. The other dude is so much faster than her, you can just tell by the way he's running. Yep. But anyway, hey... I'll I'll suspend my disbelief. Yeah, so Lenny makes it over the finish line, and they all have to check her work, and they're like, "You're right, you win." And so the Ghost Rider team wins. Uh, the other guy, the other Ghost Rider guys, show up with uh, Aunt Wilhelmina in 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 uh, like right behind them, all huffing and puffing. Oh yeah, Stoop Dude comes running up, and he can't believe that he's lost. Um, but meanwhile, they are doing a ceremony. And so first they, they introduce the, the uh, president of Cosmic Comics, who does some weird fucking Arsenio fucking whoop whoop. Yep. And it's this big fat white dude. <laughs> uh, but meanwhile, also, um, <laughs> Stoop Dude all fucking uh, runs away and Jamal all gives chase. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So Stoop Dude tries to run. No, okay. They they introduce Hoodman first. Okay, yeah, okay. So they introduce a, an actor playing. No, first they introduce the comic book writer, the guy who created Hoodman, and he waves. Then they introduce Hoodman. So you know, in our world, it'd be like, oh, there's a like he's a mascot, you know. And so this dude who looks nothing like the Hoodman in the comics, by the way. Yeah. In the comics, Hoodman's like kind of a younger dude. He's got like a a, a high top fade, you know. This fucking this fucking. Hoodman that they have is some old looking dude with a bald head and really <laughs> terrible teeth. And he's like, hey, I'm Hoodman. And everybody cheers. And of course, he's alternately by some people called Hoodman and by others called Hoodman. <laughs> here's, here's Hoodman. And I'm like, who the fuck is Hoodman? <laughs> so Hoodman. Hoodman. Yeah. Jesus. So at this point, Stoop Dude all like starts running and uh, Jamal all chases him. And it's all such well, a corny. First, well, no, but hang on. See, so what? This is important because Hoodman, the character, holds up this glittery rock, which represents the wishing stone that's been in the panels that they've been looking at. Well, because the panels are, of course, a story. Yeah, they talk about the wishing story. stone nowhere 
in the episodes that we've watched, do they reveal what the Wishing Stone does or why it's important? No, they mention it at the start. Yeah. And then right at the end, it's like, oh, he's got a like a facsimile of the Wishing Stone. And he holds it up like a trophy. And Stoop Dude runs and steals it, I think. No, or knocks it out of his yeah, hand. Yeah, knocks it out of his hand. It goes flying in the air. And then uh, Hoodman all heroically all jumps into the air to catch it. Like, almost superhero heroically. And again, I'm thinking, like, when this thing is flying in the air uh, in slow motion, I could only think, why do I care about this? And my other thing is, is this guy a mascot or is it really Hoodman? <laughs> is he, like, a real superhero that they based a comic book on? Or is he just a guy pretending to be a comic book character? Because he jumps super high and catches this wishing stone, which, is it real? <laughs> or is it just a prop? Then Jamal fucking tackles Stoop Dude. All <laughs> hardcore city. Yeah. All gives him a big fucking, uh, gives him a big fucking spy buster. <laughs> and Stoop Dude. And everybody Dude. cheers, and Stoop Dude gets taken away by, does he get taken away by cops or by security guards? I think it's Something. by security guards. And then they admit, the kids admit, well, his cartoon was pretty good, but Stoop Dude's all, hey, <laughs> <laughs> No! He fucking cackles at the end, and I'm thinking to myself, Dude, you sent a threatening letter to kids. Like you, you could be in some serious trouble here. You fucking bound and gagged a guy. You fuck. It's all kidnapping. That's right. I fucking forgot. So stupid dude cackles as he's getting led away. Uh, the uh, we should we the, should the mention by the team. way we should mention yeah. Stoop Dude's motivation for all this is he wants to have his own comic but he's been rejected by this comic book company so he feels like if he wins the contest he can get Stoop Dude in the comics. Essentially, he all that doesn't you know work at his art and, and go to other companies? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. N- no. He, I mean, I don't know how he couldn't go into the mask business, personally. <laughs> so anyway, so then they get this massive fucking trophy. Yeah. Impressive. And, uh, yeah, they get uh, they get their, uh, they get themselves in the comics, and it looks terrible. <laughs> uh, you can see it on our Twitter feed. It's yes. one of our clues leading up to this show. Um, they look like a bunch of toddlers. In costumes. But, uh, all right, so they win, and then we get our kind of our epilogue. Yeah. So, yeah, so Rob, who's been flaky with the team, even though he's been with them pretty much the whole time. Yes. They're like, uh, you know, they they set up a a surprise ceremony. It's like a surprise party. Everyone hides at Lenny's, whose parents still haven't been around. Her dad's nowhere to be found. No. Invites, uh, Invites Rob over. He comes in, and the kids all pop up, and they're like, we want you to be part of the team. And he's like... You want me to be part of the team? And I'm like, you didn't know this? <laughs> no shit, fucking Rob. Jesus. Like, from the very beginning, it's been established that they want you a part of the team. They've told they you, basically. Great. They ask you to, to participate. You can see. And, uh, you they can ask s- you to do a rally, and you and you decline, and then you're surprised. You can see the you. magical fucking ghost. <laughs> so uh, so they're like, okay, you can be part of the team. Now, when you, be- when you join the Ghost Rider team, it's not exactly a ceremony like when you join the mafia, but they sit yeah. around a table and they give you a fucking a fucking lanyard with a pen on it. So you can write to Ghostwriter. Yeah. So they're like and then they're like, well, to be a part of the team, you have to fucking ask Ghostwriter questions. Ugh. So he's like, Ghostwriter, is Elvis dead? And I just wrote here, so Ghostwriter is a bad version of Google. And my other thing too is like as if Rob would give a fuck about Elvis. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, okay, so I'm kind of, we're kind of around that age. There's no way that I've been like, is Elvis dead? Like, what the fuck? You can always tell when some fucking boomer has written a script. (laughs) 
It's like, hey, let's get uh, let's get this dude to dance around to the Beatles. Like he gives a shit about the fucking Beatles. It's like, was you can JF- always tell when a boomer writes a script. Was JF- Elvis dead? Was JFK a conspiracy? <laughs> by the way, so that's, uh, that's a rib, obviously by Rob. Teaser for the next episode. That's a, that's a rib. Teaser for the next episode, and I'm just writing it down to remind myself. I'm going to talk about something about JFK in the next episode. Excellent. All right. Uh, so yeah, so they they have him join, and everyone's happy. And then Lenny's like, "I wrote a rap about Hoodman." Oh my god, uh, it's it's glorious. You know what? I I don't have the rap to play, but I wrote here. She plays the rap, and I actually wrote, "It's fucking better than Turtle Power." It is. Like when I was listening to it, because of course, when she's about to sing it, my instinct is like, "Well, this is gonna be a fucking joke. Like this is gonna be shit, right?" And then she starts going with, and I'm like. You know, it's corny, but it ain't fucking bad. And then as she got to the end, I'm like, this is better than Turtle Power. Oh, well, there's there's a lot of things that are better than Turtle Power. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's surprisingly listenable. The worst part is the fucking dancing going on. Oh, the kids are terrible dancers. And for that age, like, I'm sorry, but you can be better dancers than that. Uh, and you should probably just not dance. <laughs> like, that's that's embarrassing. <laughs> right, so anyways, basically that song about Hood Man. Uh, get down with the hood man, and uh, she's she plays piano and 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 does a little rap. And uh, is that where, that's where we ended? I the think. end. Ghostwriter. That that arc is over, and we're off for new adventures next week. I wanted to uh, just send a shout out about the um, the lanyards. I watched the pilot with my son, and uh, the best part was when Jamal comes up with this great idea to to do lanyards. It's right at the end of the pilot. And he goes down to the corner store where Calvin works. And you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, of course, there's all sorts of sassiness that happens. And uh, and he gets these lanyards, and he's all excited. And he gets back, and he calls a rally or whatever, and they all show up. And he's like, I think we should be a team. And everybody's like, yeah. And then he's like, you know, and so I think he alludes that he has something for the team that they need to have. And fucking Alex all steps all over his reveal by being like, we should get fucking video cameras on our shoes and all this stuff. And Jamal's all... <laughs> I have pens. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's fucking great. Ah, uh, so go back to uh, good old uh, YouTube and look up Ghost Rider, and you can see all the episodes, right? You, yeah, I think so. Do you have any uh, any uh, episodes that you would recommend? I would recommend the first one because it's got Thabdo, which is amazing. Well, there's Ghost um, Story. I mean, I don't remember all of them to be honest with you. There's only select ones that I remember. So I remember the Stoop Dude episodes. Uh, there's yes. there's ones where Jamal gets accused of burning down uh, a store. Who 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 set fire to Mister Brinker's store? And I didn't. Yeah. You know what? I didn't. Um, I didn't watch this episode, and I don't remember. Like I watched it back in the day. I don't remember it now. But I'm just gonna say right away. There's probably an element of racism in the accusation. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there is. Yeah, so there is. It's a bit of a heavy. It's a bit of a heavy episode. So good on them. Yeah. Uh, um, there's uh, who is Max Mouse about computer hackers? Yes. Featuring Julia Stiles. And there is uh, episodes, and I don't know if the whole arc was about it, but there's one where they have a fucking bird and Calypso. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I just the worst. I... That's the worst episode. It's all a gangster episode with about like about well, not really gangster, but it's about like fucking import illegally importing fucking animals. It's sinister. Yeah, and uh, one of them is this fucking bird. So I don't know if the bird gets over or what happens, but uh, there's a bird episode. So. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of getting over, though, I think my highest recommendation would have to go to the to the to the episode where Lenny's going to get a video on MTV. Oh yeah, there's that one, and that's the song I played at the start of the show. You got to believe is is uh, Lenny's song that she writes for MTV. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah, Check oh that yeah. One out and uh, I, I, you didn't even Evil acknowledge. Execs. You didn't even acknowledge the fucking boom shakalaka boom. I did. I mentioned it in the episode as a little callback. I said boom shakalaka boom about Jamal. That is the best moment because uh, Lenny does a video uh, of her song and there's fucking Jamal all hard, all boom shakalaka boom. <laughs> all of that's gangster. Right I, I, I watched that video and I thought they, they could have really hired Zach Morris to amp up the fucking production value of their video. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I then mean, it, it's it's poor quality for something that would go on MTV in nineteen ninety four five. But now that being said, fucking Zach Morris had the power of fucking uh, the the NBC production machine, whereas these guys were on fucking PBS. So well, and, and also Zach Morris could stop time, so he was clearly more magical <laughs> than Ghost Rider. <laughs> All right, uh, let's. So that's uh, Ghost Rider, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Next week we are going to be talking about uh, the year two thousand three in music, so it's going to be a hoot nanny. We are, and and again. A little rant about John F. Kennedy. <laughs> Stick around for that. I- I'm excited. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm at Megamix.com. And I am your pal Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. Head over to at Mezzanine, at Mezzanine Sleepover on Twitter and be be our 94th follower, please. Can I ask? I, I, I really hope you're playing Starlight Sun. I am playing Starlight Sun. Yes. <laughs> I can let it run a bit. All, <laughs> all right. right. We'll see, see you all week. in a week. Ready? Go. Just